what is the one thing you need in order to make your online business run? Regardless of whether you're an affiliate, whether you have an e-commerce store, whether you're selling a service, whether you're selling coaching, you name it, there's this one thing every single online business needs and without it, you just do not have a business. I'm gonna cover that and a whole lot more right after this. All right, guys, welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. So for those of you that are new here, my name is Jamie G. I cover internet marketing, affiliate marketing, how to get started online, and pretty much all things digital. If any of that's of interest to yourself, I'd like to invite you guys to join me. Feel free to hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date with everything I'm putting out. Wow, I just said that completely on autopilot. I just realized, I don't know if there is a bell icon for podcasts. All right, so the other way you can find me is via my YouTube channel. Uh, jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. Otherwise, I also run a Facebook group. You're welcome to join that as well. You will need your own unique password. You can find that via bit.ly forward slash jamie-g group. Anyway, I look forward to catching up with you guys somewhere along the line. What am I talking about today? Well, there's one thing that all online businesses need and quite simply, without this one thing, they do not have a business. There is just no business without this one thing. And you know, I'm not going to give out any prizes for guessing what it is. Hopefully you guys all understand it. But what I'm talking about is traffic. So what I thought I'd do today is talk about uh, traffic to your website or your blog or your landing page or your coaching business or whatever you want to call it. I'm going to talk about how to get traffic to it. So as some of you may know, I run Facebook ads full time. It's been my gig for the last uh, two and a half years. Been running Facebook ads for roughly about six years in total, on and off for different projects and e-commerce stores and all sorts of stuff, you name it, I've probably tried it. <laughs> anyway, um, that aside, what I actually wanted to discuss is a couple of things I've actually mentioned in this podcast before, which are some free traffic methods uh, that anyone can implement. And then I'm going to cover a couple of uh, paid methods as well. So that way you've got a, a good sort of solid base of where you can start and how you can start getting traffic to your site. So what I wanted to do before I get into that though is that there's really two types of traffic. So there's basically free traffic. Uh, and I don't, not necessarily, sorry, not necessarily talking about it, you know, you getting free traffic from, uh, you know, whatever resource that you're looking at. What I'm talking about is basically people that are looking for something then they, they might end up on your, on your page, but they're not necessarily in the mood of buying versus buyer traffic. So there's a, an, an incredible difference between those two groups of people. So for example, I personally know that I can get clicks to my website or to anyone's website for cents in the dollar. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that those people are going to make a purchase when they're there. So how do we find these people, the buyers list? Well, there's a couple of ways you can actually create a product yourself. And it's actually not quite as difficult as you may think. Basically, as soon as you become either an expert at something, you have something of value that you can then offer to other people. But if you don't have that, that's fine. As soon as you have a case study of anything working at all, anything that you're trying to do online, that is then something that you can market and turn into a product. 
Now a product, of course, can be something that you sell. Uh, when I created my first product, I launched it at seven, uh, sorry, six ninety five. Obviously, it's not a, a huge uh, amount for anyone. <laughs> uh, but then I dropped the price down to a uh, dollar ninety five to test it out, and the simple reason being is because the power of having a buyer lead that you can promote to is just unbelievable compared to free traffic. So someone that gets something for free, they don't really have a vested interest. Whereas if someone has exchanged a financial sum of any amount, it doesn't matter if it's a dollar, it doesn't matter if it's a hundred dollars, they will hold that item in higher value and they will hold the person that has created that in higher esteem than if someone just gives them some free stuff. Chances are you probably, if you're listening to this, you're probably the same. You probably have hundreds of pieces of uh, content sitting on your hard drive or, or your, your virtual hard drive somewhere in, in the uh, the cloud that has absolutely no relevance that, that you've probably never even looked at or maybe you got through half a chapter and then you just let, let it sit there and it's collecting digital dust. Versus if you've paid for something, you will hold it in higher regard. You will go through the training or you're more inclined to go through the training, etc. right? So I just wanted to differentiate the, the difference there. All right, so uh, let's start with getting free traffic. So free ways to get free traffic. Uh, and again, I have covered a bunch of these, but uh, I'm going to probably regurgitate a lot of it. Uh, number one, Facebook. It's huge. It's a big blue giant. They are going through a bit of a metamorphosis at the moment where uh, I know for myself, they have completely blocked my blog for some reason. It's incredibly frustrating. I, I just want to be able to share content with people that have actually requested content from me. I cannot do that on Facebook, which is just, I find that incredibly frustrating, but that's Facebook for you. You have to kind of, it's a free service, so you have to bend in with their rules, right? So how do you get uh, traffic off Facebook? Well, one of the easiest ways, and I think this is something that is completely underutilized, is by turning your Facebook profile into a funnel. Now, if you imagine it in this sense that you, you might have heard the term, the money is in the list. Well, the same thing applies for Facebook. And if you think about it, you can have up to 5,000 friends on your Facebook list. Now, having said that, if you imagine that that's a potential 5,000 people that you can market to. And of course, because Facebook's Facebook, you have to bend in with their rules and whatnot. I, I understand that. But all you need to do is change your background cover. So you're funneling them into something. So if someone comes and snoops your profile, they're going to then end up uh, clicking where you direct them. They'll say, oh, that's an interesting banner that's directing me to click on the link in the, uh, in the description or, or in the whatever, and the side panel, I should say. I wonder what this is about. And then it redirects to your landing page. That's, that's traffic right there. So whether you're capturing the lead or not, it's up to you. You should be. Uh, I personally run them through my chatbot, which then leads them through to my uh, Facebook group. That's how I do it. I then get a lead. I also get a member of my Facebook group. Two ways I can monetize. So that's one way. And how do you go about doing this? Well, you can, like I say, you can have up to 5,000 friends. So the way that I would do it and the way that a lot of people are talking about it and the way a lot of uh, big um, affiliates are, are doing this as well is they are going into relevant groups. Now those relevant groups ideally should have 10,000 plus people and they should have 
at least 10 to 20 posts per day so that you know that there's an, an engaged audience in that group. You want to join those groups. And then you want to start interacting in those groups and providing value. And providing value can be quite simply responding to a comment. It can be doing a live. It can be doing a live audio. It can be adding an image. It can be adding a piece of helpful advice. Uh, it can be adding some motivational content. It's really up to you. But the point being is that the more you do this, the more you're going to become renowned, the more you're going to be able to build uh, relationships with people. And then you start noticing the people that are commenting and that are active, you can start sending them friend requests. And when you send them a friend request and they accept, you can put their name in a spreadsheet and you can say, hey, Mr. Person, thanks very much for accepting my friend request. It's great to connect. I noticed that we're in a couple of the same groups together. You know, I'll no doubt see you around. Feel free to hit me up if you've got any questions. Once again, it's great to connect. Something really basic. You can either send this as a written text or you can do a quick audio. Audio does tend to work a little bit better because it's a little bit more personal. And chances are they're probably thinking, who the heck is this guy? Why is he befriending me? And they might end up on your profile. And if they end up on your profile, there's a chance that they may respond to your big call to action you've got in your brand new Facebook cover photo. And they may end up clicking on your link so then you've got free traffic. That's one way, nice and easy. Yes, it does take some time. And there's a, a, a cost involved in that in terms of your time. Obviously, there's no financial cost, but you know, how much is your time worth, really? All right, so that's number one. Another way is creating blogs. Now, if you don't want to go through the whole rigmarole of creating a blog, like an actual blog post, that's completely fine. I get it. Like I say, I've had, had issues with uh, my blog getting blocked for whatever reason. I have no idea. I'm trying to appeal it at the moment. But having said that, what you can do is use the likes of other blogging services that are already out there, such as uh, blogger.com or blogspot, that might be nowadays. Tumblr is another one, tumblr.com. Yes, it's a social media platform, but you can still put up a blog post and you can redirect people to that. Or you can just start liaising in those types of uh, communities, such as Reddit, such as Blogger, such as Tumblr, and doing the exact same techniques I mentioned with Facebook, and lo and behold, you'll start building a bit of an audience. People will then visit your links. So, having said that, <laughs> there is also a downside of that with your blogging. You have to come up with content. The other way you can do it, of course, is by using the power of uh, a, a large site that's already in existence called medium.com. So instead of you having to create uh, your own blog on, say, jamie.com, you can use medium.com and you can write articles on that. Now, bearing in mind, one of the issues that you'll find when doing these types of techniques is that you don't own that content. So yes, you've, you're the creator, you've written it, you've put it there, but you don't actually own that. So if they decide they don't like you on their platform anymore, they can just remove your content. So I would suggest you have backups of it just in case. So that's another way. And what I do, one of the techniques that I've taught uh, a couple of people is you jump onto uh, neilpatel.com forward slash ubersuggest. It's a free tool. And basically you want to put in your keyword of uh, a particular, whatever keyword is relevant to your business. So if it's e-commerce, it might be, I don't know, cat necklaces or something. 
And what you want to do is find if there's any articles that are ranking for that particular keyword on Medium. And the reason why you would do that is because I can almost guarantee with certainty that a lot of these people are marketers. And so what that means is that there is a hole and a gap that we can fill. And the way we fill that is by quite simply writing a better article. If you don't want to write, that's cool too. Guess what? You can actually get it outsourced for really cheap. So one of the re resources I use, it's called iWriter.com. I-W-R-I-T-E-R.com. And that allows you to put out a tender to get content created for whatever topic you choose. And in doing so, you can get an article written that's going to outrank that particular article. And if there isn't anything there from Medium, guess what? You can actually still create a really well-written article and quite simply leverage off the back of uh, Medium because it's such a huge domain. You get so much traffic through it in general. Hopefully that makes sense. So medium.com and uh, Uber suggest it's something that I have spoken about in these podcasts before. What else? Well, one of the big ones that's being talked about at the moment, and I'm still on free traffic here, by the way, is Cora.com. In fact, there's a lot of people that are talking about this one. Cora is getting a lot of interest and a lot of marketers are now all over Cora. So it is a little bit trickier than it once was, but still it's not impossible and you can get some great traffic from it as well. So two things you want to do, you want to jump onto Quora, you want to update your profile and have uh, a call to action in your profile. So if people do come and check out your profile, there is a definite call to action there. It can be either a chatbot list or uh, straight to your e-commerce store or straight to your landing pages, whatever you choose. So that's one way you can do it. And then the other way is quite simply just by answering questions and you'll find that if you put a detailed answer out there with images, with uh, videos, with, I guess, your call to actions and whatnot, you can actually get away with putting your links in there as well. Uh, you're not necessarily spamming. You're basically just saying, oh, by the way, you know, this is one of the resources that I got the information from, uh, and it happens to be your blog, <laughs> happens to be your um, sales page, etc. right? So that's one way you can do it. And uh, you'll find very quickly if you start answering some of the more popular questions, that uh, you can actually get some really good traction doing this technique. And all of a sudden, uh, I know for myself, I spent maybe 30 minutes a day when I first started jumping on Quora. I spent about 30 minutes a day and I found that within a very short space of time, I think it took me less than a month anyway, I know that much. And I would answer maybe between three and five questions per day, nothing huge. And to be honest, I probably was a little bit lazy. Some of them were just kind of throwaway answers. I just sort of put a little answer there and then wouldn't really think about it. In reality, I should have spent more time detailing out my answer. Uh, and then basically, it's starting to get traction. So now I get roughly about ten to 12,000 uh, views on my answers per month. So in my mind, these are all pr pr um, prospective prospects that are now viewing my content, which is awesome. You can do the same. Now there is a little hack, I'm going to tell you guys about a little hack that you can use, uh, which is going to, basically it's, it's very grey hat, uh, so look, take this part with a grain of salt, do as you will, I'll leave it up, up to you, it's at your own risk to try this, but you can use the likes of, um, 
Oh, the name always eludes me. <laughs> Haven't actually used it for a little while. Well, one of them, I'll give you this one. All right, here we go. There's another, there's a website called Pico Workers, P-I-C-O-W-O-R-K-E-R-S.com. Pico Workers. What you can do, you can hire people for cents, like we're talking like three cents, five cents, something like that. You can get these people to go in and upvote your answer on Quora. Now, the reason why you would do that is because the uh, Quora algorithm is fairly basic and it's based off popularity. So if an article, if there's like 200 answers and your one happens to be down the bottom, then all of a sudden it starts getting a whole bunch of likes and comments and whatnot. Guess what? It's going to push that up in the rankings. Ideally, if you can get to one or two, then you're going to get a ton more answer views, you're going to get a ton more traffic to your links, and of course, you're going to end up making sales along the way. Pretty cool stuff. All right, so that's Cora. What else we got? Pinterest. So Pinterest is, is massive. Uh, it's a huge platform. It's great for sharing videos. It's great for sharing images, uh, all that sort of stuff. But uh, th there is a, a way for you to automate that uh, process. So when you, for example, uh, post a video on YouTube, that's another free traffic source, by the way, but I'm not going to cover that one in depth today. So when you cover, when you put up a uh, video on YouTube and you like that video, you can get something called uh, ifttt.com, if this then that.com, and that's going to allow you to automate the process of posting your thumbnail onto Pinterest. But there's also something else you can use, and <laughs> sorry for all the URLs in this. This one is called tailwind.com. Now, tailwind.com is a software, uh, it's a paid one, but that will allow you to automatically repin popular pins. So say, for example, I put a pin on Pinterest, um, now, and it's got my affiliate link or, or whatever underneath that, and that ends up getting shared or, or whatever. What you can do is get Tailwind to automatically repin that uh, or, or re-add it within a 30-day time frame. So you know that if you've got something that's already popular, it's just going to bump it straight back up to the top of the algo and keep doing that and doing that and doing that. Of course, you don't want to take the mickey out of it. Uh, you do want to add it with a whole bunch of other pins, of course, but that's one way you can do it. I found, for me, my traffic grew exponentially when I started using Tailwind because it automates that entire process. And what you can then do, of course, is just get a virtual assistant to jump in there, start adding content, and soon enough, you'll have a plethora of content uh, and basically backlinks to your content as well. So that's Pinterest. Pretty cool stuff. So those are my three favorite ones. And like I say, there is also YouTube. Now, of course, I'm probably preaching to the converted there. You know, don't really, I don't really need to cover that. Uh, it's a little bit tricky because it's such a visual thing as well. So, um, of course, creating content on YouTube is a big thing. You're going to get a ton of traffic from YouTube as well because it's uh, you're one of the largest search engines out there. I think it might be ranked number two, if I'm not mistaken, at the moment, behind, obviously, Google. So... Uh, there is something else though, we're, we're going to bridge onto uh, paid traffic, so uh, there is the, the big one, so there is Google AdWords, or Google Ads, I don't think they're called AdWords anymore, you know, there's Bing, PPC, Bing Ads, or, or now called Microsoft Ads, 
Of course, there's Facebook. But uh, a lot of people probably aren't aware that there's also things like Snapchat. Now, Snapchat is an incredible uh, resource for traffic, but one of the downsides I've found with Snapchat, in my opinion, is that the audience members have a very finite, uh, basically, attention span, very finite attention span. So what, in my opinion, the uh, offers and, and what you are trying to achieve on Snapchat, you basically need to have something that's going to knock them in the face and get their attention straight away. And it can't then lead on to some you know, 40-page document where they have to put in all their details. It has to be like a split decision. Oh, cool, that looks interesting. Yep, bang. Okay, it's already got my email address. Okay, I'll just go for it. It has to be a, a, a basically something that they don't really need to think about. They can get done. Uh, and that's going to hold their attention. So to give you an idea, one of the recent campaigns I ran, uh, I only spent, uh, bear in mind, I literally only spent 20 bucks. And I got 109 uh, swipe ups, which for those of you that aren't familiar with the terminology, uh, basically that's the equivalent of a click to your website. So I ended up with over 100 views to my website for less than 20 bucks, which was ridiculous. Now, one of the problems is, like I say, the audience has a finite attention span. Uh, I didn't really get anything out of it, but I, I was just testing the actual ad copy itself, which tend to ended up working really well. So, of course, there's Snapchat. You also have Facebook ads. Now, I can't really, on a podcast, go into Facebook ads. It's just too much stuff to, to kind of drop on you guys, but of course, it is something that you can look at. What I would suggest is that you do, do everything via business.facebook.com which is the business manager account. And the simple reason being is because you can control all of your Facebook assets via the one login instead of using, say, a boost post or whatever, for example. Now, a couple of strategies I'll give you guys real quick. My favorite and my go-to, it's called the carpet bomb method. And the crux of it is, I'll let you guys do your own homework on this one, but the crux of that method is basically to have a video that's between 30 and 60 seconds long. You have a broad uh, targeting, so not a not a like a finite audience. You have it relatively broad, and you pump a big chunk of budget into getting as many video views as you can. Once you have roughly about a thousand video views at 75%, so 75% of the people, sorry, I'll rephrase that, people that have watched up to 75% of that video. You then want to form a custom audience out of those people and then you want to create a new ad which retargets those people. That's one of the powerful things you can do with Facebook. And what you'll find is that these people have already been exposed to the brand um, and they probably are quite interested if they've watched 75%, which is 45 seconds of a, a one-minute video. They're probably quite interested in it. So it, it stands to reason if you put a call to action in front of them with another ad, they may, they are more inclined to take that action and actually become a lead or a sale. That's called the carpet bomb method. It's been around for a little while. Works, works wonderful still. Then, of course, like I say, you've got the likes of Google Ads. And uh, in my opinion, these are still one of the fundamental uh, ad styles that you can have. You are looking at a, a higher cost with the exception of things like YouTube ads because, of course, you're controlling them all via the one login. So you can create YouTube ads via uh, the, the AdWords um, interface, of course. The other one that's uh, fairly cheap, in my 
experience is the Gmail placement of those ads as well. The, so the audience network, basically, the Gmail placement. Those ads tend to get ridiculously cheap clicks. And of course, you're gonna get a ton of them. Um, they're not gonna convert very well, but because they're so cheap, it doesn't really matter. You might find that you only get, um, I don't know, one conversion out of every 400 clicks or something ridiculous like that. But you know, if you're only paying one cent, doesn't really matter, you know? Especially if your conversion rate or conversion metric is you know, $300 for a sale, et cetera, right? Anyway, that's it. Bit of traffic for you guys. Hopefully that all makes sense. Now, of course, I know it's a little bit tricky because this is all uh, audio. I know <laughs> these are all things I'm talking about that are visual, but hopefully you understand uh, some of the basics of getting traffic to your offers. Like I say, without it, you don't really have a business. There is no business without traffic to it if it, it's an online business. And on that note, I'll leave you guys to it. I appreciate you being here. And stick around. I look forward to catching up with you guys in the next episode. Thanks for joining me, guys. Bye-bye.